we had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. We know that the people who are dying from this from this uh, disease. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. You've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Thursday, the ninth day of December, the year of our Lord, 2021. I am Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams, and we've got a fantastic show lined up for you today. Uh, although it is, today really is going to be abbreviated. Bruce, how you doing? Um, healthy and alive. Doing well. Yourself? You know what? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too bad today. Uh, today's been one of those, I haven't had like five minutes to just kind of relax, if that makes any sense. I, I, haven't even, I haven't had five minutes to take care of things that I needed to take care of today. But that's okay. I mean, you have days that are like that. It, it, just, it just happens. But things are moving pretty quickly. I've been watching this off and on throughout the day. Uh, things are moving pretty quickly in the UK today. Uh, Boris Johnson is out making uh, statements because, well... I mean, things are just, well, they're out of control. They're, they're just, they've just gone out of control. Everything's spinning so far out of control in the UK in the last 24 hours that they just can't handle it. They, they just can't handle it. So as a result, they're going to have to take drastic measures in order to address the, what variant are we on now? Omicron. That's right. Omicron. Uh, which, by the way, I was actually, I was thinking of that today. I was thinking of that today. I was thinking of the Omicron variant. You know, I was uh, I was saying yesterday how that came out of Botswana, but we haven't heard anything about Botswana because what did they do? They immediately said, "What what what are you what are you doing? What why are you why are you blaming this on us?" They did the same thing with India and the Delta variant, didn't they? See, it wasn't called the Delta variant initially. It was called the Indian variant, and they tried to play it up. They tried to uh, burn bodies in the streets and talk about how it was the apocalypse and everything else. And the Indian government finally came out and said, could you please stop saying that we're having the apocalypse over here? Could you please stop telling people that it's the India variant? There's nothing going on here. So they yeah, cooked they, it up in another place now. They went so far as to use footage from other uh, disasters they had. There was a, yeah. I think a, a gas, gas explosion. explosion or something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a they year were ago. using footage from that. A year ago. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was it was all a scam. Yeah. So anyway, now the play is the booster program, right? That's the play. And and I said a few days ago, I said the next mile marker for these people is March. That's the next mile marker to be watching for February, March. Why did I say March? Well, they're going to tell you why they said March. I'll explain shortly. The World Health Organization has said that there is no evidence. Hear me on this one. There is no evidence that booster jabs would offer greater protection to healthy people. But but wait a minute. That's all we hear. That's all we hear is uh, you got you to gotta get your booster. What was it Johnson said? A lot of protection against uh, serious illness and death doesn't protect you from uh, transmitting or, or, or getting or whatever. But uh, a lot of protection. So now's the time to get your booster. We'll see. They didn't have any uptakes. So right on cue, let's just kick up a new variant and get the fear factory started all over again in the mainstream media and the social media companies and get everybody on board, pig piling back in for the cold and flu season. And now you've got people with compromised immune systems because you lied to them for the first two that they took. And now that the booster's in, well, let's just keep it going. So Dr. Michael Ryan, who I have been critical of before, 
you know, he was the guy that said last year, well, a little over a year ago, said, well, we need to go into people's homes and find out who's who's positive, And then we need to remove them in a dignified manner. Um, that's called state sanctioned brutality, sir. If you if you didn't know, if you weren't aware. Uh, and quite frankly, how about you pay attention to what's going on in your native capital city of Dublin? How about you pay attention to that? Because you've got an army of people out there that are none too happy with people like you. So how about you address that situation? Just saying, right? It's just a just a friendly suggestion is all. That's all it is. Dr. Michael Ryan, head of the WHO's emergencies program, questioned the logic behind the decision of boosters. He says right now, and I'm quoting, right now, there is no evidence that I'm aware of that would suggest that boosting the entire population would necessarily provide any greater protection for otherwise healthy individuals against hospitalization and death. So why are we discussing it? I mean, I'm not saying that... Um, I'm not saying the man's wrong here because clearly all the data we've looked at points in that direction. Though the media, com- the government media complex, if you want to call them that, government media pharma complex, whatever, they're telling you, they're gaslighting you in the opposite direction. They're saying, oh, no, 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 no. Don't pay attention to what the actual data is telling. Listen to us. Listen to what we're saying to you. We're telling you that this is what you need to do because, well, you need a vaccine passport to to operate in society, so that's what you need in order to get that. So if you want to get that that passport, then then well, this you know you need to take these two boosters. Which I've got something on the digital ID. Um, we'll get right to that. Uh, we'll get right to it right now. In fact, because what did I say last week? I said, what did you think all this was about? It's about a digital ID, isn't it? That's what it's all about. They need you to take that. They need you to willingly take that. And so the future is not coming. The future is here. The future is now. This is the point in time you need to resist. The UK has introduced vaccine passports today, today, as we said they would, as we said they were going to get them. When Boris Johnson and the the uh, number 10, when the government at number 10 said, we have no plans of implementing plan B, we have no plans of implementing vaccine passports. I said, that's how you know you're going to get them right there. When they say, nope, we don't have any plans to do that. That means you're going to get them. And right on cue, here it is. Plan B, vaccine passports. No talk, no vote, no nothing. You're getting them. But what is it all about? It's the larger picture that you're not paying attention to. They need you focused on simply getting your freedom back. Right? Freedom is not reward. Freedom is not a reward for doing what you're told. Freedom is earned. Freedom's taken. It's not given. But the larger agenda is this. Right, Bruce, I found this for you. I didn't. Uh, I found this for you today. I had you in mind when I saw this. I haven't played this for you yet. Uh, quite frankly, I've forgotten about it up to this point, but the conversation just kind of rolled right into it. But this right here, this little ad that's out from this third-party company that's probably going to be one of the contractors for this, this is what it's all about. Hello, everyone. Meet Lucy, student in psychology. And me, her digital ID wallet issued by the government to offer a wide range of identity services. In fact, I'm a handy way of proving and protecting her identity, both online and face-to-face. Let's have a closer look at what I can do. I can help governments to better communicate with citizens. Right now, I'm reminding Lucy of the appointment she needs to schedule for her mandatory vaccination. Time to go to her exam. Lucy is a bit stressed out. I'm here to make it easy for her to prove she is the right candidate with a quick and secure connection between her phone and the examiners. Exam passed successfully. 
I allow Lucy to certify her health care coverage entitlement. She's able to decide whether to authorize the doctor to access her medical records or not, ensuring her control over her personal data. Lucy needs one more thing before being all set for her trip to Australia, renting a car. I help her share her driver's license credentials online so that she doesn't have to wait hours in a queue to collect the car when she gets to Brisbane. The rental company benefits from secure and accurate information and Lucy from a smooth experience. Lucy's friends are waiting for her inside the bar to allow her to get in. I simply generate a QR code that proves Lucy is old enough, so she doesn't have to share all her ID details with the bar staff. So yes, I'm Lucy's best companion. I protect her identity and official credentials wherever she goes. I provide secured access to public and private services and allow her to have full control over her data privacy. In other words, I give the right access to the right data to the right person. I am also trusted by governments to best support country's digital transformation, fight against ID fraud, and deliver smooth public services. I am the Talus Digital ID Wallet. And there you are. Okay, so off the bat, uh, digital ID on the surface would be convenient. I'm not going to deny that. It would streamline some of the required interaction for, you know, showing an ID. However, notice they talk about your uh, giving the doctor access to your medical records. That means the government has your medical records, and that means all information on you is held by the government. They have everything. They no longer need a warrant to go after that information. They possess it. They control it solely. You're given the illusion of having access to it or control to it. You don't actually, if you were to go in and say, I want my documents removed, uh, that's not going to happen under that system. Sorry, you're already here. No. That, that is a huge breach on your freedoms. At that point, yeah, the, the other thing that, that I noticed, uh, they're sending push notifications. That's one of the first things I shut off on any app that is on my phone. But don't you push want the advertisements? Don't you want the, the advertisements, Bruce? Don't you, want to, don't you want to know everything that's going on at all times? Don't you want to be overwhelmed and inundated with just nonsense? Yeah, um, if I want to know something, I'll look for it. Um, I don't need my phone going off all the time what i expect it to do is sit quietly in my pocket until i'm ready to use it that's what i expect it to do um i use the device on my terms the device doesn't tell me what i should do with my life or uh you know go in and get your vaccine or go in i set up those timers i set up those appointments and those kind of things on on the calendar list i'm the one that sets them up it doesn't do it for me so that that's where I, I don't know. It's just it's taking away your control. It's taking away uh, the control of your data, your documents and giving it over to the government. It's all centralized. And that is literally the digital system. Oh, and by the way, if you're thinking that oh, this isn't coming to the U.S., did you know over the last year that uh, if you want to fly anywhere, you have to use your biometrics to identify yourself? It's been longer than that. That is now friend. a thing here in the well, no, oh, in, no, no. Here in here in the U.S., you mean domestically, like all flight, like d domestic oh, flights, everything. Oh, they're domestically now. It's, oh, okay. Yeah, internationally. So within the last year, all of them have it. Uh huh. Yeah, there was an article talking about that. That uh, uh, now it used to be internationally, as you said. Yeah. Yeah, I've had to go through it before. I mean, I didn't even yeah, know that any of that stuff was there. But I, I asked the guy. I said, "Hey." Um, 
what if I don't do this? And he says, well, you're not getting in. <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of hard when you're already on the other side of the Atlantic. And it's like, OK, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just going to turn around and go home now. Yeah, um, they're, they're saying more steps from uh, checking a bag to clearing customs. Uh, a lot more are being automated with uh, with biometric systems uh, because COVID, you see. Uh, because right. you have to be socially right. distanced sure. and, you know, yes. all of that. So we're, right. we're going to institute it more rapidly. Uh -huh. So that's just one example of going digital. So it's the thing is, is I'm not necessarily against it. That's the problem. I'm not necessarily against going digital with these ID systems and whatnot. The problem is, is who controls it? Yeah, that's that, my that issue. is my the entire the entire way our Internet system is set up right now. You don't control any of your data online. Uh, so because you don't have like this, it's not like a capsule that your data's in and you are the one that chooses to release the information and data. Um, your, your data is laid bare before anyone that wants to access it, that has the know-how. Um, if you, if we had sole control over our data, I, I, I would be more confident in having a digital system because then you control everything about your data, but no, uh, the way stuff's being instituted, you're you're going to have a dystopian digital dark age where they control everything. If the government controls all your data, but you're a bad actor as far as the government's concerned, and you go into I don't know job interview or you go into uh, get medical treatment, do you think maybe they'll regulate that? Do you have any concern at all that they'll do that, or do you think the government is just a uh, perfectly good, uh, well intentioned? organization that has your best interest in mind social credit yeah exactly they'll be able to socially engineer uh, that will at that point everything will have an esg um, score your esg score is so that is social credit it, in a real sense that's what it is isn't it because yeah. you will be scored that, on that. that yeah it'll be that dokonomy garbage that we were talking about with your carbon footprint and it'll be less about money the economy in the future, if these people are allowed to get away with this, the economy in the future will be less about money and more about your carbon footprint. That's what it's all about. And you have to have the digital ID in order to do that. And it will include all, if not more, than what was just stated in that ad. Yeah. You're, you're, basically, your entire identity will be controlled by them. Everything. What was, it, what was it Schwab said? We will see a merger of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. Isn't that what he said? That kind of encompasses mm -hmm. all of that, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It covers everything. Uh huh. It, it, it it's yeah. we, we've kind of pointed it out before, but this is a very easy, simple example. Obviously, we've we've said that before. It's it's to hide it. You know, it's anonymity, right? We we like to have our own private lives as well. With this new system they're they're instituting, the identity will be tied. Your your uh, video game names, if you play video games, guess what? They're all tied to you. Twitter, Facebook, if you have any kind of um, fake accounts there or aliases, they're all tied to you. Any online Everything presence. will be tied to you. A any online presence will be tied to your digital ID, just as the advertisement said. Oh, we're logging into, you're logging into this website and it, it's already got all of your information on there. And the whole thing, I know that obviously you can't see it as a listener, but the whole thing was QR codes. Everything in there was QR codes. Yeah. Everything. So generating QR codes and then uh, passing them on and then somebody on the other side. And it was all done with phones. All of them were done with phones. I don't know. I don't know yet. I think they're looking to get away from the phones because I know that that's that might be something that's rejected down the line. But uh, quite no frankly, 
Uh, Neuralink, yeah, but I mean, how how do you? I mean, you could, yeah. How do how do you do that with um uh with, with a QR system? You need some type of vi- of a visual interface, I would think. So there, there um, has to be something. Not necessarily, because uh, Neuralink is supposedly you're supposed to be able to eventually text message one another mm-hmm. through Neuralink, and you won't see any text. There will be no visual represent- representation of text. It'll all be through the implant, and you'll see it with your mind. I see. Okay. So, all right. In, in effect, it's a technological version of of uh, telepathy. Yeah. yeah, I got it. Um, so, it, well, Musk is also working on the Tesla phone or something. That should be interesting. And he yes. said it'll have full yeah. Neuralink uh, compatibility. I'm I'm interested to see how where, that, where that's going to go. Uh, and that might be that. that might be the the hub or the powerhouse for Neuralink. Like connecting you to the internet and all that. That's that's probably what it's going to be end up being. Could be via Starlink. I I would assume that he would use his own satellite network, you know, to get off in the regular telecoms. Yeah, yeah, I I would imagine so. And that's exactly what people like myself have been waiting on. I've been waiting on some kind of a phone that will connect with something that is off of these uh, tech company, whatever. You know, that's that's what I've been waiting on. If you want to go outside of that system now, you can. However. You're still bound to the telecom systems themselves if you want to make a call or use the data. That's a problem. You're still bound to the telecom companies. You're not necessarily bound to, say, for example, Google or Facebook or Apple, for example, as far as like software. But if you want to access anything with it, then you need to use one of the telecom services, obviously. Otherwise, what are you going to do? So something else that would come along uh, would be uh, would be a lot better in my humble opinion, if it can divorce itself from those entities. Little, yeah, little tidbit before we get too far from it. Uh-huh. Uh, I mentioned Neuralink there. They're uh-huh. looking at doing implants next year in okay. humans. All right. I would assume that we're going to clinically trial that first instead of just mandating it on everybody yeah. like, a, like a bunch of savage morons. Yeah, okay. Um, I would hope so. All right. Yeah, I would hope so, too. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, let, let's talk about the UK. So Boris Johnson has announced that there's going to be new COVID-19 restrictions. There will be vaccine passports and masks in, quote, certain settings. And you will now work from home, if possible, for a, quote, limited period of time. Of course, we don't know how long it's going to be. Uh, but this was him at the podium discussing Plan B three hours ago. It's now the proportionate and the responsible thing to move to Plan B in England while continuing to work closely with our colleagues in the devolved administrations so we slow the spread of the virus, buy ourselves the time Uh to get yet more boosters into arms and especially in the older and more vulnerable people and understand the answers to the key outstanding questions about Omicron. So, first, we will reintroduce the guidance to work from home guidance to work from home. Employers Uh should use the rest of the week to discuss working arrangements with their employees. But from Monday, you should work from home if you can. Go to work if you must, but work from home if you can. And I I know this will be hard uh, for, uh, for many people, but by reducing your contacts in the workplace, you will help slow transmission. Second, from this Friday, we will further extend the legal requirement to wear a face mask to most most public indoor venues, including theatres and cinemas. There will be, of course, exceptions where it's not practical, such as when eating, drinking, exercising or singing. Third, we'll also make the NHS COVID pass mandatory for entry into nightclubs and venues where large crowds gather, Uh including unseated indoor venues with more than 500 people, unseated outdoor venues 
with more than 4,000 people uh-huh. and any venue with more than 10,000 people. Uh-oh. The NHS COVID pass can still be obtained with two doses, but we will keep this under review as the boosters roll uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. There we go. And having right taken clinical advice since the emergence of Omicron, a negative lateral flow test will also be sufficient. Outdoor venues of anything higher than 10,000. You know what that means? That means if you want to get, he didn't directly say it, but if you want to get into any football games or rugby games or cricket games in the UK, you now have to have a COVID passport. I I expect. Actually, I don't know. Uh, You know, I was hearing some, some statistics out of Australia, what acceptable COVID infection rates are. The, uh, insanity that we're seeing in australia that was technically they technically voted for that that's what they want because they were i I think the highest number they were giving was something like 1000 infections over a a year Uh uh-huh a year of a thousand infections yeah that's like what two or three a day yeah that 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 so (laughs) if that's the high end of what the population is accepting um what, what would you do as a government clearly they want the most extreme lockdowns and and uh, safety per, uh, precautions instituted because they don't want anything more than a thousand per year. Yeah, but even so, the, that would imply that the governments are listening to the people that put them there, and I don't believe that to be the case at all because it too closely correlates with first of all the the data pointing in the opposite direction, and also it goes all of this goes to the larger agenda that we see coming out of the party at Davos. They'll listen in this case because it fits their agenda. It fits the agenda. It's not okay, that right. they're listening. It's they'll tout the information because it fits the agenda. Uh huh. Okay. Well, all right. So Boris Johnson said you can still obtain. Let's let's talk about another point he said there. You can still obtain a. Uh, how did he say? You can still obtain the NHS app and pass with two doses at the moment. At the moment, it's still Meaning, under review. Yeah. It's yeah, but that will be under review pending you know further. Well, what does that actually mean? What does that mean? Well, I, we all, I think we can all see the writing on the wall. We know exactly what that means. That means that if you don't get your booster, which Sad Javid said last week, now that's every 90 days. If you don't get that, well, then your vaccine passport's going to expire and you're not going to be considered vaccinated anymore. And you will lose your access to those venues and those uh, those places of, uh, of business. You will no longer be able to uh, to enter those places. The sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci has said that and, and this is all working in unison, right, because he's he's on the other side. So you got Sajid Javid on one end and Sage and all the rest of these these morons that are up there in the UK. And then you got Fauci and company over in the US, the foreign arm of that same cartel. So here's Fauci saying today that it is when, not if, the definition of fully vaccinated will mean three, right? Because they're already pushing out. Remember, Fauci said there's no plans at this time to change the definition of fully vaccinated. He said that, what was it, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. No, there's no, there's no plans at this time to change any of that, meaning they're looking very seriously at changing. Then it went from, no, there's no plans to everything's on the table to now it's not if, but when the definition changes. This was Fauci on CNN. Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and chief medical advisor to President Biden. Thank you, Dr. Fauci, for being here. What is 
was your read on this news from Pfizer? Well, the news is encouraging because with the new Omicron variant, the initial study showed that for people who have a two dose of an mRNA vaccine, that the protection against infection, at least as projected by the laboratory data, we don't have clinical data on that yet, data. diminishes significantly. Data. However, as the people from Pfizer pointed out, when you get that third shot boost, it dramatically increases the level of laboratory projected protection. In other words, uh -huh. if you look at the level of antibodies and very likely other immune parameters, that you still stay within the level of protection, which is really very encouraging news because everyone obviously is concerned about the appearance oh, of this new yeah. Yeah, Omicron variant, which yeah. has those mutations uh -huh. that are somewhat concerning. But this is yes. good news about the booster protection. That's great, great news. You know, one key question, of course, with Omicron has been, are current vaccines sufficient? Do they hold up? So now with this lab data, are you now confident and comfortable that the answer is yes with three shots yeah. of Pfizer? I believe so. I mean, we should remember that the vaccines that we've all received were against the original ancestral Wuhan strain, yet they protect very well I'm sorry, what against did he say? alpha, beta, and delta when you get the level of response high enough. And that's what we're seeing now with Omicron. So one can project that if you get a high enough level of protection induced by the current vaccines, they will hold strong. However, having said that, Kate, we are still, together with the pharmaceutical companies, going ahead to make a variant-specific boost, just in case it turns uh -huh. out that the boost with the current vaccine doesn't give that kind of durable response. But from the preliminary data that you just mentioned, we have every reason to believe that the booster with the standard vaccine should hold us well. Right. You right, said sure. this is good news. Um, or said this morning on CNN that he thinks fully vaccinated against Omicron, it means three doses. So do you think the definition of fully vaccinated should now change? Well, you know, it, it, as you say, it, it, it's a technical, almost semantic yeah, definition. And it is yeah. the definition for requirements. If someone says, are you fully vaccinated to be able to attend class in a university or a college or be able to work in a workplace? Right now, Kate, I don't see that changing tomorrow or next week. But certainly, if you want to talk about what optimal protection is, I don't think anybody would argue that optimal protection is going to be with a third shot. Whether or not it officially gets changed in the definition, I think that's going to be considered literally on a daily basis. That's always on the table. Uh -huh. Always yeah. on the table, because this, this discussion's been going on for a bit. And I was just kind of, with this data coming in this morning, I'm kind of stuck with, is it a matter now of when, not if, the definition yeah. of fully vaccinated changes? You know, my own personal opinion, Kate, is what you said is correct. It's going to be a matter of when, not if. There's broad implications for... All right, all right. That's, how, yeah. how, that, that's, that's, I, I can't do any more of that. Uh, but you get the idea. Okay, so as he said, again, everything's on the table. And it's not a matter of if, but when it gets changed. So you know that that's going to change. Uh, you know that that's coming and your vaccine passport will no longer be valid unless you have three. But is it really three? 
Is it really three? Is is it really that? Right. It, uh, and I'm actually I, I, I wonder that myself. Fauci, in his usual fashion, he made his rounds. He was on uh, CNN. He was also on whatever, whatever her name is, Andrea something or other. I, I really don't know. I don't care. On MSNBC. And uh, yeah, that's terrible to me. I should know that uh, even for, for reference purposes. Uh, but this was Fauci on MSNBC. Now, before I play this next clip of Fauci, Bruce, do you have any comments on that one? And then my follow up question will be before the next clip here. Yeah, uh, the follow up is just told you so. I mean, mm-hmm. this is we were predicting that that this was going to continue. We were predicting that uh, once they mandated the two, they're going to mandate three and then go on to four. That's kind of what we've been saying. Um, the fact that Fauci is uh, waffling a bit there is no surprise. Um, if you've noticed, every time he's on a show, he pretty much goes with the leading of the host. And whatever he de- what whatever he feels like is going to be uh, uh, make him look the best in the moment. I I honestly don't think I don't I don't know that he believes any of this. Uh, and the reason I say I don't think he does uh, look at his personal emails between his his uh, you know inner circle, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was telling them to take vitamin D, C, yeah. zinc, you know all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking the natural. Yeah, he doesn't believe any of this. My uh, my follow up to this would be: uh, Do you think that getting jabbed with one of these is a personal choice? I mean, you, we can sit here and we can argue ethics, but do do you think that getting jabbed and I mean, do you think? Oh, let me put it this way: Do you think people have a right, even if something's experimental? Do you think that people still have the right to go out and and take something like that? In your opinion, from a medical standpoint, I'm not talking about some uh, some drug user or something like that because they're going to put whatever they want. Uh, and themselves. But somebody that's well-intentioned, that wants to do the right thing, that is, I don't want to say brainwashed, but let's just say easily susceptible to very well-tailored propaganda. Do you think that that should be a choice that they should make knowingly to go out and do this? Or do you think that it should be forced on them? I I think he was, uh, based on stuff we've listened to, I think that's what he's wanting. He wants to do a mandate on this and he mm-hmm. wants to force people to to take the jab well the, the federal I'm, mandates I'm, were were clear i mean of what their intentions are that the courts are now stopping but yeah. from biden's standpoint from the administration well, i shouldn't really say biden because he doesn't know where he is but from the administration standpoint and we all i think we all know who's pulling the strings there they're very clear on what their intentions are same thing with these european governments and the people that control them their intentions are very clear as to what they want to do but again this was fauci on msnbc this is the next clip we have of him now think about the magnitude of what this little troll is about to say there's so much opposition now in congress and of course the states even in democratic states governor whitmer in michigan and other places it's becoming just a political test and the outlook in the outlook is not at all a sure thing in the court system. Is there any thought of backing off of that and trying to avoid, you know, all the outcry against it? Yeah, but, you know, Andrew, we, we really have to get people vaccinated. I mean, I understand and we all understand how people do not like to be told what to do. They want to make their own choice and their own free will. I get that and I respect that. But these are unusual times. And you can't think only of yourself and your own personal opinion, but you've got to think about your communal responsibility to get yourself and your family and indirectly then the community 
protected. So I would prefer and we all would prefer that people would be voluntarily getting vaccinated. But if they're not going to do that, sometimes you've got to do things that are unpopular, but that clearly supersede individual choices and are directed predominantly at the communal good. And that's what we're talking about when we're talking about requirements. Uh, Communal good. Um, We have to get rid of the individual rights for the greater good. I don't know what country you're in, but uh, here in the U.S., it is the individual's rights first. You cannot trample the individual rights as a group or a community. You cannot trample the single one individual. Uh, so his, his argument there, it, it does not matter. As far as the federal government is concerned, they can't do it. They can't do a mandate. That's not as far as the states on a very technical level. Yeah, they probably could do a mandate for a vaccine. The catch is it's not ethical. So, I mean, there, there's basically all the powers not given to the federal government are given to the state. That's how it's worded in the Constitution. So technically, because the federal government is not given the power to do a vaccine mandate, technically the states can. But it's not an ethical thing because we have laws uh, for the approved. entire Western world, even if it was approved, even even if it was proven to be just a saline solution, they still it would be unethical to 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 mandate a, a jab uh, of any kind of medical procedure because, well, actually, I would say it goes against our Declaration of Independence because it says that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Among these is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life and liberty are violated when you're mandated to take a, a some kind of health procedure. Um, it, it is your life and it is your decision. So, uh, I was actually going to say the, uh, the the reason that we have the Declaration of Independence is because of people like Fauci. That's why we have it. Yeah. And I, I would also point out that uh, it does say that endowed by their creator. You're given these rights by God, not by the government, not by the state, by God, which means the government, the state has no ability, no right to take that from you. And then that is why we have the First Amendment followed by the equally important Second Amendment is to ensure life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But even taking what Fauci says, right? Let's just, for the sake of argument, and, and I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you at all on any of what you just said. I think you're, you're spot on with everything you just said. But taking that into account, even if you do what Fauci just suggested, right? Even if you just do what he said, if you go out and you get your booster and you do the whole, you know, whatever, you go along with the agenda of the uh, not if, but when uh, kind of thing, and you follow along with what Boris Johnson said, not if, but when, or not if, but when, uh, well, you can get the two doses now, but we know seeing that in other parts of the uh, the world in the West, that's not going to be good enough. Hell, even Dan Andrews down there in Victoria said, oh, no, 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 no. This is going to be about your the maintenance of your vaccination status. That's what it's going to be about. So that thing that gives you the green tick, well, you're going to have to, you know, get when you get reminded to go and get your, your booster shot, well, then you're going to have to do that. Otherwise, you're not going to have the green tick anymore. So it's going to be about the maintenance of your vaccination status. That's already being said everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Israel's already on four now yep. as well. Yeah. But even four. All right. Let's let's go there. Right. Israel, even four. Is four enough? Is that enough? No. No, it's not. 
No, it's it's not. We looked at uh, we we caught an early look of the COVID passport from the EU out of France. Mm-hmm. We caught an early look yeah. of that, and it had eight slots. And mm-hmm. th- this was last year sometime. We're looking at that and we're like, my God, eight? Really? How are they going to push that off? Well, it's very simple. They're going to play the variant game and hype up the fear when they need to hype up the fear. They will use that to squeeze and leverage the agenda through when they need it. But they'll get their fear, though. If oh, people continue it. taking if, the jabs, they'll have their fear. But how many of them are actually going to make it? That's the thing. I mean, no, quite that's frankly, my I'm, point. people will start dying from the jabs yeah. and having those. And then they'll keep saying, well, no, this is the new variant. That That's yeah. what's causing this. Uh-huh. Yeah, and sure. they'll hype up the fear using the deaths of, mm-hmm. from the vaccines. Mm-hmm. This was, I mean, we got a lot of audio today. This was the CEO of BioNTech. You know, the guy that said it was illegal for him to take uh, a COVID vaccine because, well, he's, he's just, he's not allowed. Uh, it'd be illegal for someone like him to do it. You know, see, those those are for you. It's not it's not for people like him. This was his take on the new upcoming vaccine they're going to have for you in March. See, I told you that was the next goalpost. We were trying to figure out why the next one, why the next goalpost was set for March. Why are all these governments pushing these these new, uh, or excuse me, extending these restrictions and whatever till March? Because that's going to be your fourth booster. That would put us. Gee, let me let me try and do the math here. That would put us. About 90 days, wouldn't it, Bruce? About 90 days. That kind of lines up with what Sajid Javid said. We've reduced the validity of the booster shot from six months to three months. And it just so happens that they've got more lined up for you with a new one. Pfizer announced today that, um, well, yeah, get your booster now, but we've got a new one coming in. Guess what? March. This is the CEO of BioNTech. Yeah, particularly with the, with, the, with the data now coming for the Omicron variant, it is very clear uh, this our vaccine for the Omicron variant uh, should be a three-dose vaccine. From the data coming from the Omicron variant, I would love to get my hands on some of that data just to see what you're actually looking at because I haven't found anything. We haven't found anything. Now, if there's something out there, I'm willing to take a look at it, as complicated as it might be. A lot of the consults we'd have to do to try and figure out what exactly we were looking at. I'm happy to do it. I don't mind. I'll take the time to do it. But you know that it's just cooked up stuff. I mean, that's that's all it is. They're cooking the books on everything again. You're smiling. You're laughing. That are talking. Yeah, because all the doctors that have talked about Omicron, the the ones that legitimately are treating people with Omicron, um, it is literally the treatment is just go home, get go some home. sunshine. Yeah, it take just get you a little bit of relax. rest. Yeah, it, it it's literally nobody has been hospitalized and nobody has died from Omicron yet. Oh, no, and no, supposedly no. See, we have the, millions the data, infected already. Yeah, the data that's coming in, Bruce, that, I mean, the, the data that they're compiling on this, that, that warrants a new vaccine. So they're going to have one of those for you that's probably already in, in refrigerators ready to go. Now it's six jabs. See, you went from, oh, no, 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 no. You're not going to need three. No one's talking about three. No, there's not going to be a booster. No, no, there's not going to be a fourth one. Of course there's going to be a fourth one. Now, well, now, see, now you're going to need that fourth one, and then you're going to need two more after that. And then that's that's now going to be every 90 days. BioNTech CEO says that the Omicron variant, which clearly he just said, may need three more vaccine doses plus the initial vaccine and the booster. That's what he just said. Did he not? That is what he just said. So so basically, New Year starts for your new year. You get a new jab. And then throughout the year, the remainder of the year, you get a booster for that jab. And another is, booster is basically, for that booster. Well, I meant 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll you'll get boosters plural yeah. throughout the year, and you'll and still have to wear your mask. Section off every yeah, three you'll, months. You'll or still have to wear your mask. Whatever. You'll still have to uh, to get tested, and you'll probably end up having to take one of these pills too that they've got out now. Probably, yeah. But why not? I mean, this is all the uh, taxpayer expense, right? I mean, it doesn't cost and anything science. for you. It, it it's Notice yeah, yeah. It's for it. the greater good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, like I said, there's no point to uh, there's no point to, to following any of this nonsense. Again, it's just uh, it, it's just more of the same. This is exactly what we called. We, we called this last year. And here we are. Here we are. You got anything else? No, uh, it, this is, as we said time and time again, this is what they're using to enact the Great Reset, to gain control, to stifle uh, the individual businesses, you know, the the small business. Who's going to enforce this? How are they going to enforce the vaccine mandate? Well, that's what the digital pass is for, the digital passport. They'll institute that. A business will be fined if they don't use it. So they'll they'll hit the businesses. You, if you want a normal life or a convenient life again, you're going to have to get the jab so uh, you can have your vaccine pass so that you can go to these various venues and all that that's how they're going to do it they don't have to knock on your door they don't have to kick your door in and drag you off they don't have to do any of that all they have to do is hit you at the business level and either stifle your ability to make money or to get stuff and you'll either be it's creating the two-class system you're going to have the the people that have nothing because they're not allowed to do anything and you're going to have the normal people that are going to have the the vaccine pass and they'll be allowed to have Did you normal, the normal lives. Pe- Did you say the normal people? What part of any of that is normal? I mean, if, unless you're going yeah, by the new I'm, normal stuff, what a, what about any uh, of that yeah. is normal? I'm uh, I'm going by when I when I call that normal, the life that we know as normal to where you can go out and do whatever you want whenever you want. Basically, that will be the ones with the vaccine pass. They'll they'll be the closest to the normal that we know. They can't. That that's why I was referencing that. They they won't be able to. They'll be they'll be so jacked up with like wh- whatever it is that, that is being done to them. I mean, they'll be. They don't they'll know be, that. The, the, no, I understand. They don't know that. But it'll be advertised that they'll be the ones that'll be normal. That that's what I'm getting at. Is that that will be the perceived or the pushed image is they'll be the normal ones, and the ones that are resisting this are going to be the stupid, um, uneducated. Uh, or, you know, yes. the, the conspiracy yes. theorists. Yeah. Uh, big protest, big flash protest just popped up in Munich, uh, and it is quite large. Munich, Germany against compulsory vaccination and COVID restrictions. This is what just popped up. So we're going to keep an eye on that. But unfortunately, we're out of time today. We will be posting this footage to our Telegram page. So anyway, uh, I do apologize for the abbreviated podcast. However, tomorrow is going to be a very special day. You want to be sure to check us out tomorrow on our uh, on our Room 101 special. We're going to be bringing in some very, uh, very unique individuals uh, to take part in that. So uh, tomorrow will be a longer podcast, but but it will be all about laughing and having a good time. Thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.